everybody. Welcome to Fresh Monday's podcast. After having a wonderful beginning of your week on this Fresh Monday. Yes, and we are close. As I like to talk about the weather, we are getting closer. I don't remember if the groundhog saw his shadow or not, but we're getting close to spring, I believe, and I can feel it. It's in the air. Nice, yes. You can wear your tank tops and your short shorts and <laughs> be comfortable, so... It's starting to get there to that spring bloom is what I'm excited for. Nice. I miss those Florida days where like you knew around 11, 12, one o'clock, like mid afternoon, it's going to rain. And then after that, it's like nothing happened. Right. Or it's like raining three blocks from where you live and you can see the rain <laughs> and you're like, oh, it's coming. You know what I mean? Just things that remind you of the Caribbean, which is makes Florida pretty cool. Yes. Yes. Oh, that's what we need. A trip to the Caribbean. Oh, that's nice. We should have a Fresh Mondays podcast live from the sandy beaches of Barbados or something. Oh, <laughs> I am not mad at that. I will make that 24-hour flight to get to Barbados. <laughs> <laughs> wow, Seattle's far. Jesus Christ. You forget how far. Yeah, I do. Yes, so don't invite me places unless you need me there 24 hours prior. It's, it's a lot. It's a yeah. lot. But yeah, we have... Yes, last week's episode, mm-hmm. we had a fantastic guest on the on the show. We had a great motivational speaker by the name of J.R. Rivera. Yes, very, very respectful guy, a guy that's all about paying it forward to the community. He believes in helping the youth. And uh, that was a really cool conversation. Yeah, I, I liked a lot of his words and you can tell that's genuinely what he does and what he's about and what he's there to do to serve the community. Um, and being an actual active person within the community, which always reminds me that I want to sign up for more volunteering opportunities. Right. Right. Like something. And I used to work with children often. So it reminds me of like, damn, I haven't worked around children in years. And I, yeah. I as you know, I, I did that for a long time. Yeah. Um, yeah. So it was just one of those moments where I had with myself, like, I need to remember to volunteer and sign up for something out here. Right. And uh, it's also kind of a, I I know everybody doesn't probably feel this way, but I feel like we all have a responsibility. Um, Once you get to a certain age or a certain level of experience that you have to start paying it forward. You know what I mean? Because that's how communities grow. And if you are a person who believes in advancement and in the future, some of that does involve you giving some of your time. So uh, I agree with you. It did inspire me to try to see how I can start doing something to help, you know, those around me in ways that are second nature for me, but may not be second nature for others. Yeah. Like signing up for to be like a big brother or big sister. Those are always impactful, kind of making those real connections. Because what worked for him was those, a lot of those students remembered him, which then helped him in the long run when it became for the voting process for the BET right. answer. So you never know those long life connections that you're making with others. So very interesting. We appreciated having uh, J.R. Rivera on the show um, and looking forward to his new and upcoming endeavors. And don't forget to look up for his book. Fantastic guy. Thank you so much, everyone. And make sure to just go to our Fresh Mondays podcast at um, our Instagram page. It's under Fresh Mondays podcast, you can catch up on all of our past episodes with the link in the bio. And you'll also see our cover art for different guests that we've had thus far in 2019. Um, if you are interested in communicating with us, you can always DM us at Fresh Mondays podcast, or you can also email us at freshmondayspodcast at gmail.com if you're interested in being a part of our show. So getting into episode 61, I can't wait till 100, by the way. 
I'm gonna be. Uh-oh. That's gonna be a party. Y'all get yes. ready. Dress is right. Maybe it is in Barbados. Uh, <laughs> so, that'll be awesome. So as we're heading into episode 61, Diana, tell us about our guests. Hello, everyone. I would like to apologize to all of our listeners for this intermission due to technical issues when recording this interview. We lost a portion of our conversation where we lost the introduction of Michael Zavala. He is one of the cast members on the VH1 docuseries, The Cartel Crew. The part of the interview that we lost was when Michael was introducing himself as a member of the Colombian family, the Zavalas. He and his twin sister, Nicole Zavala, share their stories about being born into the cartel family on the VH1 show, The Cartel Crew. Make sure to check out the whole first season at VH1.com. Michael is is also a short film creator of a film called Abduction, where he shares a artistic expression of a major turning point in his life. Here's where we pick up in the conversation. Okay, I'm back. I don't know what happened. <laughs> no, but yeah, you were you were leaving off with uh, her family not knowing your family's history. Right. So mm-hmm. um, she she didn't know anything about us, um, but I was not gonna explain myself. I'm like, that's not gonna help the situation. So let me not, you know, get to the point. So, but. She wanted to be with me, but just she was that that type of person. I was like, whatever my parents say, and I'm like, well, well what about your feelings? Like, you don't, you can't make your own decisions. So I couldn't be with somebody that was just like, whatever my mom says, whatever my dad says. And I'm like, no, if, like I need to be with somebody that makes their own decisions, and um, you know, just just do what they want to do, and not like let being controlled by her mom, just like how I was being controlled by her. So. Right. Um, so that's why I didn't. I was not allowed to have friends. I I started, you know, building up my own business, which was good. It was great. I was like, I thank her for that, just because I wasn't, you know, those kids that would go out and smoke and drink and just get lit twenty four seven, spend their money and not do anything for their future. You know, I was just already like focused um, too yeah. early in the game, um, which is um, where it got me here now. Um, and so I kicked her off one more. Like one morning, her parents called her and was like we're outside, we're going to go eat breakfast. So she always tried, though. She's like, okay, we are going to get ready. And, she, and her mom, I heard her, her, of course, Hispanic mom on the phone, super loud. She's like, <laughs> no, just you. And uh, wow. I grabbed the phone, and I'm like, you know what, just come in and pick her up. And say maybe 10 seconds, 15 seconds. I don't know what happened to me, but I felt like flash. I literally got off the bed, grabbed all her clothes, put it in the laundry bag, grabbed the engagement ring, put it in my pocket, and she's in a bed staring at me slow motion and I'm here like going like 300 miles per hour and I'm like looking at her and she's frozen in bed like what are you doing and having no clue what was happening and her mom rang the doorbell I opened the door I gave her the laundry bag that was the only thing she had was her clothes and her knives because she was a chef but I gave that afterwards because I didn't think of it <laughs> <at the> moment <laughs> it could have been a whole nother situation with the knives <laughs> <laughs> so um yeah I mean I feel bad it was like but something in me was just like I have to end this now and her mom I was just like take her and when we were little her mom we got into like our first argument when we were maybe like 15 her mom's like I'm always gonna win and you're always gonna lose and I'm like I told that to my mom and mom's like oh hell no (laughs) (laughs) how did she react when she found out that you were gay um I'll get to that point because that's a good one. <laughs> so um, 
yeah, I guess when her mom said, I'm always going to win, I guess I, I held that since till then. And yeah, because those are strong words. I'm going to let this go. I'm going to win. I'm going to prove them that I'm worth it, whatever. And I gave up. And, I, and once I opened the door and I gave her the laundry bag, I was just like, you want to go grab her. And she grabbed her arm and took her. And I just waved goodbye to her. And that was the last time I ever saw her. Wow. It's, it's amazing how you say like those words stuck with you and that you were trying to prove right. throughout that time that those words, you know, yeah. throughout the whole time is like, I'm which was, was you, you know, that's what you stuck around for. Giving her whatever she wanted. I was not going to lie, spoiling her, but that's not just because of that. It was just, that's the type of person I am. Mm-hmm. Uh, but um, I, I guess it wasn't enough, but yeah. <laughs> So a week later, I was just like, let me distract my mind. Let me go hit the gym. I hit the gym and then I run into this person. And this is this person I've been looking at and seeing throughout my whole relationship with her. And every time I saw him, I'm like, why do I feel this way? (laughs) I'm like, I get a little excited. And um, it was for maybe five years straight that I kept running into him. Not running into him, but looking at him, like, let's just say at the mall or across the street. And I always have this, like, weird feeling. And I ran into him at the the gym that week. Um, Well, actually, I met him over. We talked. One thing led to another. He became my boyfriend. Hey, now. (laughs) (laughs) Hey, wow. Now. wow. It's amazing that you got with the guy that you always had a crush on. Yeah. Wow. Okay. Mm-hmm. <laughs> That's cool. When I was telling people who I kind of was, he, you can already tell that I was not afraid of anything or cared what yeah. people thought. So, um, yeah, like, let's just say a week later, I was just like, okay, this is going to go somewhere. And I called my mom. She's like, when are you going to come visit? It's your sister's birthday next month. And I'm like, yeah, I'm going to go with my boyfriend. And she was like, oh okay <laughs> okay and i'm like yeah and then that's it that was just like how i told my wow. mom wow your mom is awesome that's nice yeah and um it was it was literally like i said before a force or an energy or god or an entity was telling me this whole time and ironically enough his name was jesus i'm not religious whatsoever but <laughs> Um, God pointed you in the right direction. Yeah. <laughs> wow. Wow. That's awesome. And I think that it's really beautiful that you were able to be your true self. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. And, and your parent and, and your mom being very like just not everyone gets that experience. I know a lot no. of people who have been through various situations and very matters when they come kind of express to their parents. Um, and so you're very lucky to have a par- a mom who was just like, all right, so we're waiting for you for dinner. Let's go. Right. Especially so, a Latino mom, because, you know, yeah. Latinos are a little more intolerant of things like right. that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So that month came and we went to visit my little sister. He walked through that front door and all three of them fell in love with him on that split second. And oh, it was so awesome. weird watching that because they hated Ariel, my ex-girlfriend. They hated her. Um, they didn't like her just because they knew, like, that you can feel the vibe on someone, you know? And, like, of course, mom knows best. They know, they know everything. So, yeah, um, yeah my mom said, I, I knew. Um, that's why I kept asking you, are you sure you want to do this with her? <laughs> <laughs> right. So, well, um, you know what? Thank God you didn't marry her, man. Honestly. Because oh, yeah. if you guys would have gotten married, that would have been a train wreck. Because that's not truly what you wanted. You know what I'm saying? At the end of the day. Yeah, yeah, the other day I was just like, I, 
I guess I wanted to be that perfectionist. I was like, okay, wife, kids, house, you know, plan. And I'm like, no, let me just like run with my feelings, not like, you know. So right. I'm glad I did. <laughs> so I did watch Love Abduction. So okay. this does give me a really overall like under full understanding of that film and it was beautifully shot by the way like super clean and it's um reminds me of reminiscent of like a silent movie almost because there yeah. aren't really much into there is that was was that the direction that you were going for yeah because i'm i i don't like to express myself in like words i guess um to a loved one um i'd rather show you how much i love you than tell you so that was the whole concept of it all that i rather show the viewer what i went through instead of telling them um and the way i did it i don't know if you noticed just like how i don't know if that's how i think or that's how my world revolves around me but everything i do has to be symmetrical like all my tattoos are symmetrical like it's just like in my instagram it's all like that too mm -hmm. so in the movie it, I show two stories and they're exactly the same. The only difference was the gender. So right. each scene was exactly the same. And it was, ironically enough, that's how the whole story was really. Um, I met her, I met him, I fell in love, they uh, engaged, moved in, then family, friends got involved, I had to let them go. So we never really broke up. I just made the executive decision that this is not, I, I love you and everything, but it's not, we're not meant to be, um, I guess, an entity or like energy was telling me like, you have to go through these things so you can find your true self. And then that's mm -hmm. when the whole metaphor of me being abducted by something. So I, I came up with aliens um, that took me from that situation or that place era, which is New York, New Jersey and brought me to somewhere else, which is Miami, so I can start my brand new life because now I figured out who I truly am. Um, so I, I lived both lives so I can know what direction I wanted to be at. Um, and also, I fell in love with her, I fell in love with him, and I was, it was my turn to fall in love with myself and really you know, understand who I really was and who I am. And, why I'm in this world and what I what I have to do and everything. So that was the whole concept and metaphor of it all. I think I it translated thinking. really well um, based on your story and how it happened. And like now that we we know you a little more personally, I think mm -hmm. that it translated well because I, I gathered that it was kind of like a coming out story when I first yeah. saw it without hearing your, your actual story and you verbalizing, that's what I took it like. So a person that has never met you or knows where this came from, I think they would right. take it like a coming out story. Like you were doing one thing for a point of time, but then you did it the right way because now right. you did it with someone you really wanted to be with. So I, I, get, right. I did gather that. And like Marty mentioned, the cinematography was on point. Like it was beautifully yeah. shot for sure. And like, I know, obviously, you're such a detail-oriented person based on everything you're, you're saying and what you do professionally that you do interior design and everything. I could tell that you must have truly went through a very rigorous editing process to yeah. make sure that it looked a certain kind of way. Because you could tell, especially I love the imagery in the barn. Yes. I thought that was so beautiful. I thought that the angles that you were used, it was like, uh, it was upscale. So I, I, I think it translated really nicely. Mm -hmm. I kind of wanted to bring in that, like, I was in New York, 
this different era of my life and then into Miami, which was like this like, well, I lived at, at Kendall at the moment. So it was just like this farm life, um, you know, totally opposite from like where I came from. Um, so I, I really wanted to show those two different aspects and then show two of my different personas, which was Michael living up in Jersey and then I'm known as Zavala here in Miami. So um, I brought those two t together and then I, you know, um, towards the end, it was just like, who cares where I, where I was and who I ended up with or how I ended up. Um, and it was just, you're, you're, I'm the same person. Right. Now to ask you a question, like as from a film perspective, a person that we might have a lot of listeners that are trying to, you know, create their own movies or they want to get into the film industry somehow, or they want to get into TV. Mm -hmm. How different is it when you're creating a project like a short film or a movie and then versus working on a production set for like a reality show? Because reality shows really have taken over the scene in regards to entertainment. But yes. we all have this perception now that reality shows are not really that reality that they kind of mm -hmm. create some type of a storyline so that people can get engaged or whatever the case may be. Like how different is it like creating something and then being on a reality show? Like explain right. that to us. Um, it's, it's very different um, just because you're in control when you're creating something. Um, I, I wanted, you know, the certain angles, certain views, um, certain detail and stuff, all that stuff. And then plus I was, I was the one being in it. So I portrayed whatever I wanted. Um, now in a, reality tv show you can be who who you are um you don't have to you know they can't tell you do this or do that like you they put you in a in a, a bowl of fish and like in a fish tank and um they just you just run with it and obstacles happen and whatnot and that's how like real reactions and um, um happen and everything so and of course the editing makes it more you know extra than it really is but um, like creative you're more controlling controlled in the situation and in reality you're not because you have no idea what's gonna happen right so does so it shock you, you when you finally see the final product you're like wow like you guys spun that does that yeah. happen uh sometimes here and there i am but most of the things are like okay that really happened i can't believe that happened i can't believe that's going to air <laughs> <laughs> but um i mean i want to say 90 percent of it is is accurate um but it's a little scary because you have no idea what you're going to run into that day, but you just never know. But, um, but yeah, thank God we have security around. It's super safe. So that's, that's a good thing. So what other filming pro uh, filming or, well, I know interior designing is your first mm -hmm. line of business, correct? And yes. then, so what is next for you in the sense of like your films or kind of creative wise, and then tell us more about the interior design business. Okay. Um, now for the film, I also created like a little um, song, like soundtrack, just because I didn't want it to be super silent in the background. So I created, um, I wanted somebody that while they were viewing the, the movie to also feel the emotions we were going through. So I created the song that has um, very sad tones to it, um, tunes, and then dramatic and then intense. So you feel it um like base um while you're watching it so so you can feel the same emotion so i like that um i also in instagram done a lot of little videos of just using music in a background without um voice um just to 
show off emotion. And that, that's somewhat like my style, I guess. Um, all my pictures show some type of emotion. Um, they're just not just like straight on, you know, showing off product or, or it's just more abstract, I guess, or not even. Show a lot of emotion. Like I don't even have to like, not even look at the camera to like show you what I'm doing, but that's just somewhat my style, very minimalistic. Um, and the color tones, the shadowing, the lighting. Um, so that's how I like to create um, little storylines without saying anything, um, but just you listening to it and also seeing it with uh, music. So what's next for your interior design um, world? I know that you do things in New York, you do things in Miami, you even mm -hmm. have some corporate contracts. Congratulations for that, that's really awesome. Um, yeah. what, what is it that uh, you focus on as far as your design is concerned, just in case anybody wanted to work with your company? And how do people reach you if they do want to use your talents and skills? So um, I came up with Zavala Concepts back in 2016, uh, 15, sorry. And um, I do a lot of residential work instead of corporate jobs. Um, just because I, I like more, you know, more hands-on personal uh, projects and getting intimate with the client and really knowing exactly where they, how they want to live in what environments and whatnot. Um, and I love plans. So I try to educate all my clients, like um, you need this, you need that, you need these color tones if you want this type of energy. Um, so I like very personal um, jobs with clients like that. So that's why I lean more into residential. Um, so I, I started doing that in New York um with a lot of realtor companies so i would um go and stage their model homes that was a little bit much easier because i didn't have to deal with a client those um, are beautiful i love a yeah. good model home i love touring yeah. a good model setup home <laughs> <You're> like <laughs> an open house that has like all these floors then and you're just like i'm just here to view well, that's yeah. awesome. <laughs> i'm guilty of that i definitely have gone to open houses and i am not moving like i'm just gonna <laughs> go because i want to just check it out yeah yeah, so that's the, like how I, I look at things. I mean, everything has to look like, let's just say a dollhouse. Um, but yeah, also comfortable and like you can live in it, but it has to look aesthetically pleasing as well. Um, so just that's just how my mind works. Um, so every time like everyone comes into like my apartment, they're like, we're afraid to like sit or touch anything. And I'm like, no, go for it. See, I can see from here, you have that green wall and you have a green couch and I'm obsessed yeah. with Emma green couch so bad. <laughs> that I don't know when I'm going to get it, but I just want the bigger space that allows me to have an emerald green yeah. couch. Yeah, so. and I don't like color. I like everything to be neutral. Like so do I. But since I love plants, I'm like, that's my source of color, green. Yeah, so that's your that pop. That's your life. That's my pop. Yeah. So that's I'm like, you know what? Green sofa. Everything else. Can be <laughs> do you help with clients also like cross country or you're mo mostly working with real estate, but do you do it throughout the country internationally? Is there just um, kind of so open to accepting? Right now, yeah. Um, always open to accept. Uh, but right now it's basically just from where I came from, New York, and then where I'm at right now, Miami. Um, so little by little, I'm expanding. So in, in the show, um, they didn't show the scene, but um, Midtown Miami Magazine featured my apartment on their magazine. Nice. Um, so that was a really cool scene, yeah. And they showed off the whole space, um, the upstairs as well. Uh, so that was very exciting. And I never, that was my first press ever. So 
um more to come for sure <laughs> of course more to come yeah, yeah that's absolutely. awesome being featured and, like, uh what's it called um what's that digest one Ac uh architecture digest I, yeah yeah that's mm. <laughs> beautiful stuff yeah. yeah and i think also you have like a a masculine way of designing too which yes. i like i like how male designers make mm. things look masculine but not like rough i don't know how to explain it yeah but i think yeah, that it, yeah. it comes I across that way i guess the right word probably just be elegant but in a masculine way mm -hmm. um instead of so like rough and rugged and industrial and like right um, even though i could do that as well but that, personally that's not my style like but but yes i i, I totally understand <laughs> um so i my little hobby not everyone knows this but it's gonna sound very weird <laughs> Um, so, you know, when you're little and you have all these pets and throughout time they die and, you know, you go from like a goldfish to a hamster to a bird to a cat to a dog. Um, instead of throwing them away, I keep them and turn them into art. <laughs> so instead of like, like taxidermy? Yes. <laughs> um, so. Everyone yeah. has their own secrets. <laughs> yeah. I know, that That's was a little secret. weird. <laughs> To each their own, and if you're using it for art <laughs> concepts, we are fine. Yeah. So wait, how did you learn how to do taxidermy? That isn't that like a, a profession? Like, how did you uh, learn? YouTube, Google's your best friend. <laughs> but yeah, so it, it started off. It started off with just maybe putting them in jars because I was like cutting them open. I'm like, uh. <laughs> but. In the same time, I was just like, I was watching so many like science channels and history channels that I'm like, you know what, this is possible. <laughs> um, and back in the day, I was into my like dark emo stages. So oh. Kind of like, you know. But it has a little Halloween-ish kind of vibe yeah, to yeah. it. <laughs> I, like, I like the word Halloween, Marley. Thank you for yeah. saying Halloween. <laughs> I mean, they're perfect Halloween decorations. <laughs> wow. But, okay. So, do you ever, did you ever do that with like a large animal, like a dog? No, no, no. When my dog <laughs> passed away, <laughs> I won't that far. But when my dog passed away, um, I, the only thing I could probably think of to do was just, you know, cut a little bit of her fur and put it in a jar and a date on it. So oh, okay. I have that. <laughs> but um, I've, I've gone through, instead of me having hamsters, I was that kid that had rats as pets and tanks and snakes and yeah birds <laughs> frogs so i i have all those like little things in jars maybe i can show you up here so oh, there's wow. something there. yeah. i mean it's awesome at the same time because it's such a different different yeah yeah oh you don't play but it's <laughs> so awesome. i had a lot of human friends yeah and like the way i display it is not so gruesome so when i tell people like about it they're like Ugh. but when they come and see it they're like Ah, <laughs> right, right. It's 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 done in a tasteful way. Oh yeah, that's that's and, and see that's the thing. Like now we're like, oh, that's really nice. Like right. mm -hmm. so when people come in, it's like a little museum in my apartment. So you like walk everyone through. I'm sure a lot of people do a lot of the nodding, and they're like, oh, I see. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you yeah. could just tell people you bought them. <laughs> I can. <laughs> I mean, some are gifts, some are stuff that I bought as well. But like recently, my 
boyfriend gave me a bat for my birthday. <laughs> Ooh, a bat. Like, it's that wall. I yeah. But it's, like, it's so clean and beautiful at the same yeah. time. Yeah. Uh-oh, I think we lost you. Yeah. It's oh, little- there we go. Oh, wow. Pretty crazy. <laughs> that so, is, yeah. but that's awesome. It's, but things like that make a room very, like, unique in its own way. Mm-hmm. Or, like, a space in its own So you yeah. have a very unique, complicated... <laughs> But like it works cohesively, kind of, kind it of works, place, right? It works, and yeah, so that means you you can work with so. almost anyone, I guess, because people are complicated when it comes right. to places. Yeah, <laughs> so I have the dead and the living things, and <laughs> all in one room. That's so awesome. I think you're such an interesting individual. Honestly, Thank I'm not you. saying that we were expecting you not to be interesting, but I think that we learned so much more about you than we expected. We, I can Thank safely you. say that, which is really Thank cool. You. Hopefully on season two, you'll get some, you'll, you'll, you know, get to know me a little bit more just because this was more of like my sister's um, mm-hmm. season because it's about the Zavala's. Mm-hmm. Okay, don't say that, said that. <laughs> but, um, but yeah, so hopefully season two, um, you'll, you'll get, get to see a little bit more of me. Is it okay? I have one last question about this um, show because I'm pretty sure a lot of other people think this. Is this dangerous? to start talking about this type of stuff on film? Um, y- yes, but no, just because it's all in the past and it's, it's just us telling you what we went through or what we're going through, but it's not current. Um, because, yeah, yeah, I don't think they'll, they would put us in this side who is not allowed to go to Colombia as well as Marie. But I think uh, with the other cast members, it was fine. It was just telling, it's a, more of a docu-series. I was telling mm-hmm. you what we went through and what we're going through. But, um, oh, so it's right after the Narcos whole event. But, um, but yeah. Yeah. And, it's, and it's, if, in, in similarity to the previous, um, what's the ladies that had? Mob wives, right? The mob wives. And so in yeah. sense, they're not the ones who were, in the initial, like it's not them. They're they're they themselves. They not select this lifestyle. It was kind of what you grow up in, right. in the environment that you're in, and so exactly. kind of the consequences or like the parts that are like you know kind of still follow you. But that's not you because you're an interior designer. Yeah. What happened within your family? It has nothing to do with you, right? Yeah. You're not. You're not but, and that. of course, everyone it affects everyone a different way. So that's why everyone goes through what you know, you see that everyone goes through yeah. and past problems come back, like my sister's situation of her being, um, like, like I said, my dad, she, she didn't like how the way she looked and she wanted to get a butt, her boobs, her nose done. So my dad um, paid for all of those things and mm-hmm. got and made her look like what she looks like now. Um, and just because, you know, we, we were both being bullied in high school, middle school, when we were younger um and then but it's funny how we were both like let's just say the ugly ducklings and those and the ones that were being bullied and then now we're the ones that are glowing up so yeah. they <laughs> you always were an ugly kid you're right they always tell you be careful for the quiet ones and the not so cute ones and stuff like that because in the once a couple years pass by after that graduation, they flourish in different ways. Well, so, yeah, yeah. 
you never know. But like, it's it's nice to see, and hopefully the show continues to grow to show what everyone does independently mm-hmm. from everything, as opposed yeah. to like still being tied to. Because yeah. I know letting go of your family history is a little bit tough too, because it is right. your history, it's right? College, yeah. mm-hmm. Does it has it always followed you, or like I know you guys didn't probably tell people in school or stuff like that, but. Um, I mean, we noticed, but we just, we were like, okay, we just accept it. Like, we didn't ask, where's this money coming from? We were just living our normal life like if it was normal to us. For other people's eyes, it was a little too much. And we were like, like what I went through, I'm like, I'm just being myself, I'm just being you. I mean, I'm, you know, and sorry, you're, you're not in this same lifestyle as me, but for me, this is normal. I had a, uh, and I'll just say this one thing. In middle school, there was a kid in my class, I'll never forget. His last name was Gotti. And so <laughs> he, so it was like, you didn't know until like all these stuff. And so like, you're like, in, almost like in middle school. And literally in middle school, he was constantly asked if he was related to the Gotti, the Gotti family and things like that. Uh-huh. Where it came to a point where he was like, yes, yes, yes. And like, he would just tell people, yes. But I never found out if he really truly was. Yeah, but that name is not that easy to be like, right. you know, that last name is not that common. So, right. as an adult now, I think his family was, and he was just like, I'm just living low key out here. <laughs> Leave me alone, person. <laughs> yeah, I am my own. I am a child who has nothing to do with this. So, right. very intriguing. And, and like you said, ever since these Netflix specials came out, Narcos and these shows, and you know. A Chapo doing time and there's always like these huge kingpins um the fact that you know la madrina's son is on this show you know everybody knows about things like that so it's just like things that are part of our history and like you hear about and it's always like at a distance but like when you actually meet people you're like oh my god like like that's real (laughs) yeah you know what i'm saying it's a real person so yeah right yeah you never i guess you never really do see those things as real unless you're actually within it and you're just like, oh, right. that's that's real life. Mm-hmm. That's right. So it has its pros and it has its cons, but yeah. Of course. <laughs> yeah, the money. <laughs> I mean, it is, right? Why would you do it if it wasn't for the money? It is what it is. That's that's very true. I actually thought of I've I've learned some things about my parents recently about the 80s, and I was like, oh, we was out here. Y'all would never let me go outside and do things. But what I'm learning, who you were hanging with. Yeah. yeah. And this person just got out of FBI, blah, blah, blah. I'm like, oh. Okay. So we got, okay. I see what y'all was running out here in these streets in the 70s and 80s. No wonder y'all was out in these VIP clubs. All the time. Yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. But Michael, tell us what's next for you. Tell people how to contact you, what's coming up, what to look forward to, all the new projects you have going on, all that stuff. So um, you can contact me on Zavala Concepts on Instagram. Uh, DM me or either email me. It's on it's on the link there. Um, also, you could also um, chat with me on my website. Um, but new photo shoots are coming soon. This is why I haven't posted in a while, just because I may be featured on a magazine. Oh, so. <laughs> it's gonna be exciting. Add model to the list of things. <laughs> I guess, I guess. I, I fell into that look. <laughs> but yeah. Very okay, cool. Perfect. 
So thank you so much for your time. Thank you for being a part of our Fresh Mondays podcast episode. We really welcomed you and we loved having a conversation with you. Thank you for sharing your story about coming out as well. No, thank you very much. That's awesome. It takes a brave person, you know, to share that. And don't forget to check out Love Abduction on YouTube, correct? Yes. And the song Stay True. (laughs) And the song Stay True. Thank you so much, Michael, for joining us. We appreciate it. And you take care. Thank you very much. You too. Bye-bye. Bye. There you go. So yeah, that was such an awesome conversation with Michael. I really liked him. Like I want to like do lunch with him now. (laughs) (laughs) And visit and take a tour of his apartment in person. Yeah. Yeah. No, for sure. Like not even for the apartment. I just really like this energy. Like I, definitely. Mm -hmm. You can sense. So what's interesting sometimes with reality TV, you don't get everything from everyone and that. And so we have this assumption and I know he's not one of the main folk, folks in there, but he's there. And so speaking to him directly and having a conversation with him gives you a whole different light of who he really is because you're associated with the word cartel, but in actuality, he's just the guy who does his work, who enjoys, you know, concepts and enjoys all this. He's an artist. Stuff, so, and he's an, he's artist. an artist. Yeah. So I think that's fantastic. And, 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 we wish him the, uh, completely the best. And you should do lunch with him. <laughs> <laughs> I know, I know. We'll figure it out. But um, uh, thank you so much. And uh, of course, we're going to go right ahead and jump into our weekly recommendations. Recommendations. <laughs> um, so in this week's recommendation for me, uh, recently within my new position, we do a lot of tracking and noting down the progress and the, and, and the process of certain things. So I'm gonna recommend then, recommend, recommend, wow, what happened there? Recommend um, a project uh, tracker tool that I like to use. I like using Airtable. If you haven't heard of Airtable, go to Airtable.com. Um, it is a great tool to kind of like have a checkoff list, kind of share this spreadsheets and certain tools with, with uh, someone else. If you're on a shared project, um, assign them is what I mean. I'm sorry. Assign projects to folks. Um, easy to check off. Beautifully kind of like color coordinated. I love color schemes and I love brightness. Kind of keeps me concentrating. It is a beautiful template to use when it comes to organizing events, organizing uh, parties, just organizing documents and those kind of things. Airtable.com, that is my favorite tool. So I suggest that for everyone. Very cool. That's a great takeaway, especially nowadays when a lot of things are done remotely, when you're doing remotely, when you're like with a team and you have people in different offices, it's nice to have a way to have like a digital board that everybody yes. can kind of look at. That's pretty cool. And you can see when the last person edited, when the last person logged in. So it kind of keeps this whole accountability concept to, to everything. So I like that. So Airtable. And that's my recommendation of this week. Very cool. Um, My recommendation of this week is going to be about the public speaking club called Toastmasters. Um, I am currently um, happy to say that I'm part of the executive board of the Young Professional Entrepreneurs uh, Toastmasters chapter here in downtown Miami. Um, The reason I'm recommending it, not because I'm saying you should come to the one that I'm involved with. The, The reason that I'm sharing this, of course, you're welcome to. Um, is because this is Toastmasters is an organization that's global. So they have different 
public speaking clubs in, in a variety of countries in almost every single state. And it's really cool. And the reason I want to recommend that is because everyone who works nowadays sometimes has to do a presentation. If you work for yourself, you have to sell yourself. If you want to improve your public speaking because you know you um, want to start becoming a public speaker professionally, if you you know want to advertise something you believe in, if you run a charity, if you you know are trying to just bring awareness to a brand new film that you're coming out with, you may have to go up and do a speech. And uh, the strength of public speaking really does resonate um, with the audience in a very impactful way. And I think that it can truly increase your professional skills if you go into a club where it can teach you to break the fear of public speaking. Um, it's been an amazing um, learning experience for me. I think I'm getting a lot stronger at it. I get super nervous um, every time I'm about to go up and speak. I'm still not over the nerves. But um, I know it's better because even when I like watch myself because we like film it and then I see myself and I'm like, okay, I see what I could have done better or I see what I could have whatever. Or sometimes the mistakes that only you know you made, but the audience doesn't realize that you made a mistake. Mm -hmm. Like that's a skill in itself. You know what I'm saying? So it's just um, something that I want to recommend to anybody who wants to kind of break the fear and want to start getting putting themselves out there and knowing how to public speak. Toastmasters is a great way to kind of do that. And plus, it's something to do. You know, sometimes once a month, you may want to go to a networking event and you want to like meet people and whatever. You're going to meet a lot of other very um, like-minded individuals that are just trying to develop themselves. So you might even find a great business relationship. I love that idea, especially as you get older, you know, it doesn't make it easier to make like friends or connections. And so being a part of something, like we were saying earlier, volunteering, being a part of some sort of activity or something like that makes a huge difference. So, and public speaking is kind of major too, when it comes to pitching your deals and pitching what you have going on and finding new recruitment or something like that. I think that's a great idea to be a part of that group. Yeah. So um, those are our two recommendations for the week. We want to say thank you for everybody who has been tuning in and watching and reposting and sharing. We really appreciate everything that you have done to help us get to where we are now. As you notice, we do have advertisements that are now part of our podcast as well. If you guys want to advertise yourselves, just contact us privately and we'll tell you what some options may be. Um, also, if you do want to be a part of the podcast, please email us at freshmondayspodcast at gmail.com. You can contact us on our Instagram at freshmondayspodcast, and we'll be more than happy to see how we can collaborate together. And I'm going to do this new thing where it's going to say subscribe here <laughs> on our YouTube channel so you know when a new episode is up as well. There's a subscribe yes. button somewhere. Is it usually? Yeah, it's usually here. So. Yeah. And there's like a bell as well. Notifications up here. Yeah. Those kind of things. Yeah. Thank you guys for listening. Thank you again to Michael for being a part of the episode, being part of the show. We look forward to seeing you guys next Monday. Yes. And please make sure to look up on Eventbrite if you're in the Miami area. It starts with the vision. I am still hosting um, this specific seminar to help people empower themselves financially. We will keep you updated and make sure that you attend. It starts with the vision on Eventbrite and make sure to follow the business page at Show Me Productions as I'm going to keep you guys informed on details about who's getting involved and how you can get involved if you're a vendor or you would like to sponsor as well. If you want to follow me, I am Diana C on Instagram.
And you can follow me at love, L-U-V-M-A-R-L-E-Y underscore. Um, and on Facebook and Twitter, all those places you can find it. Just Google me. <laughs> there you go. Okay, you important. Just Google me. Gotcha. Just Google. I can't wait for that day. Just Google it. You can find me. Please. There you go. You know, Cardi just is Google the word Cardi. And it pops up. So just yeah. Google Marley and it'll work. There you go. Thank you guys again for joining us for episode 61. Uh, We'll see you guys next Monday.